All right, we're podcasting live from West Hollywood, Los uh-huh. Angeles, California, front Jeez. center. Smooth sailing, Kevin. Yeah, damn. This is the fucking rockiest <laughs> start we've ever had. I feel great. Honestly, yeah. I've never felt better. I think Hollywood Alex is a, a I could see a future here, you know? I think Yeah, you the think sun so? Sun is shining. Everyone is like superficial but beautiful. And uh I think I I think I could be one of them. You think so? No. What was that? You cut out. The Soho House internet is fucking dog shit. (laughs) It's just bad internet. They don't. They're recording episodes of uh, the number one hit podcast, Front and Center. They're not. They actually called this a podcast room. Really? Yeah. There's some microphones and stuff. I don't know exactly what's in here that constitutes a podcast room. I mean, it looks like um, they got some like paneling that would dampen some sound. Um. Okay. Yeah. It looks. It looks like a podcast room. Yeah. I wonder I mean, what, it's working right now. I wonder what podcasts have been filmed in there. Oof. I mean. Probably some big ones. I mean, um, I'm running into people left and right here at the So House, which I think is why. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do some name drops. Yeah, dude, I'm doing some Lincoln building, Lincoln and building. Drop some names. I'm not gonna name drop. That's not who I am. Um, did the three, two, one, Kevin bit get into the pod? You think was that recorded or no? It came Maybe. in really choppy, but it it was kind of funny. I mean, so. it's kind of like the episode is a choppy episode, so. The three, two, you know, the intro should choppy. Um, Skeetson's dead, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, from Los Angeles. R.I.P. Kanye killed him. Pretty funny Instagram post. Tough to defend Kanye. I think he's completely bit the rails. Um, Has the bit gone too far? The bit went too far, but now this is the, the bit is dead, I would imagine. Yeah. And I think um, it was a great bit. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, this R.I.P skeet i think Mm. that's a that's like that's the bit being dead that's kanye killing the bit it's it's over like r.i.p skeet no more skeet we can all move on yeah no davidson's very much alive he's very i i checked i i had to (laughs) i had to actually check to make sure he didn't pass um yeah when i saw this because you know Mm. but you don't know yeah, I mean, it's just he wasn't saying he was R.I.P. Pete. It was R.I.P. Skeet. And that's the bit. So you can't be yeah. that mad. It's can, not can, like can, he was advocating for Skeet's for Pete's death. Haven't been that tapped into the Internet. I've been quite offline recently. How did that post get received by uh, by the Internet? Well, it got deleted pretty shortly after he posted it. And I read okay. a Twitter trending headline about people getting upset. It was like, I don't know. They were getting, they were like, oh, it, this is more, this is more than mental illness, or like, this is like, I don't know. They were like going off about how he crossed the line this time. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, I mean, it, eh. he's been across the line. He's been he crossed the line a long time ago when he was making those superhero movie posters, and he made the music video where he actually murdered him. That he crossed the line there. This is like. This is just the end of it, which I think we can all I think we agree there. So I, I'm not shocked. It did feel dark. You know, I think the whole thing has been pretty dark. Yeah. But um, the man just loves his wife. 
He does. I don't know if that means they're getting back together. I did see some rumors of that, but we're not we're not a, a gossip podcast, Kevin. That's yeah. Not our thing. Now we, um, we, we react to the real yeah. news. The Kid Cudi line was particularly hilarious, though. That yeah. was pretty good. That was that was <laughs> there's no denying that that is Kanye's funny. He knows he's funny. Yeah. Shout out to he, the copywriter on that. Yeah, he's been funny. And when he came up with that or whoever came up with that, he, they 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 definitely got a good chuckle at that. They were like, this oh, yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, they knew what they, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew. Uh, Kevin, uh, to surprise of no one, the Trackoteca is coming back. Yeah, it only took them like two weeks to signal that they were thinking about bringing it back. Um, yeah. So I mean, a horrible job with the PR. You fumbled the bag with making people miss it and then also building hype. So like you didn't really get the massive like exit you know season that you were probably hoping for and then you people don't really give a shit anymore yeah i mean i think i mean this is a news story again news goes so fast it's like chocolate is dying and then it's like yeah chocolate is back i feel like it's all gonna be people people care for such a short amount of time that it's like yeah it's interesting it's it, it is a shock wave across the nation but then that shock wave is replaced by like yeah kim and pete or fucking our ex-president the fbi showing up at his house or like my favorite story of the week, which is Edwin Diaz's fucking walk-in music, which oh, yeah, is I was taking the internet by storm. I was actually going to say that maybe we should just change our intro music to that. It oh goes, my God, it dude. goes really hard. The fucking <laughs> trumpets, dude. Dude, that intro is electric. And oh, it's so sick. I, yeah, and they've been doing it. So the reason why I think it caught on is he's been doing this most of the season, but like they're doing it now on TV where they yeah. sort of broadcast is playing the theme music from the ballpark into the actual recording of the television show or the television, you know, um, <laughs> the Mets television broadcast. And it is outstanding. It, they follow him from the fucking bullpen into the fucking to, to the to the pitchers mound. Like the whole thing is fantastic. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I love that it's going viral. I love that it's being praised as like the like the one of the best, you know, I saw it being compared to the Chicago Bulls music theme music. Like <laughs> I mean, let's like, let's pump the brakes. He's got a yeah. he's got a yeah. pitch, he, he's gotta have a couple good seasons under his belt where he's you know, consistent yeah. and does his thing. I'm, but I'm not gonna pump the brakes that awesome. hard, Kevin. I cannot wait till October when there's meaningful baseball in, at City Field and those trumpets horn, it's going to give chills to no the it's gonna entire be sick. nation it's gonna be yeah. incredible and i'm a little the one thing i thought i had was like i hope this doesn't go like so viral that it makes ticket prices go up because people want to see this electric intro i think it's going to well if anyone knows uh new york fans is they usually leave before the ninth inning to beat the traffic i mean they do that we, we'd be doing that so that's a very sort of I will, i'll uh, say the uh the mets are better than the yankees in that regard there's more yeah. people staying but yeah, I mean, the Mets are better than the Yankees, period. We can stop there. I mean, the Mets are the best team in baseball, and people are now finally catching on that they hit well, they hit for power, they pitch well. I mean, this isn't, you know, Sports Center, um, you know, is our side podcast, but the Mets, I have to just gloat. Like, the Mets are good and legitimately yeah. good. Absolutely. And I think if the Mets can continue this streak and stay hot and go into the playoffs, we're a tough team to beat. And that yeah. music is outstanding yeah i mean you guys got four starting pitchers that are yes like pretty good yeah i don't know but i don't know who the fifth guy is but you know you only, have, really, you only really need four in the playoffs well because scherzer and degrom have been out most of the season our sort of pitchers have been guys that like will now become fourth and fifth guys 
Yeah. And some of them, you know, might even have to go to the bullpen. But like, the, we're, this is the wrong. Yeah, game. let's go. I got to make it to this game after this. Podcast, oh, yeah. And so. you're going to the game, which is why we need to, to do this yeah. pod a little quickly. Um, Let's get into the show. First story of the day comes to the dial in the number one place for packaging, packaging news, packaging inspiration, sustainability news, all of it. The dial line is the best website on the Internet. If you're not going to the dial line every day and reading stories, then what are you doing? This is where we get our news and this is where you should be getting your news. Uh, the first story is Tabasco, Louisiana hot sauce brand gets a brand refresh from the good folks over at Mrs. and Mr., an agency I'm not familiar with, but um, Kevin, I was not familiar with this uh, story. I was not, I had not seen this work. And then when uh, I was prepping today's, uh, you know, for the show, I was blaming the Wi-Fi for how slow this story was loading on my computer. And when, so I had a second to like think about what I would have done or what we would have done or what JKR would have done or what, what, what I was expecting in my brain. And I think what I saw was like close but I wanted it to be pushed a little bit further. And I know that's like kind of what I say all the time. Yeah. You know, it's a very constant remark for me, but like that remind me a little bit of vitamin water. They do remind me a little bit of United Sodas of America. And uh, that I have to say is <laughs> very much what I was hoping for and expecting. So that is there. And then there's just a little bit of it where I wish it just kind of would have pushed maybe a little bit far into the future. Right. I feel like yeah. it's, I think it's a good like summation of the brand's iconicness from the past. And it brings it to like today, I think maybe, but I don't, I don't, I wanted to just kind of go push it a little bit further and do something that was maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, kind of a little bit more unique or a little bit more uh, experimental, pushing the boundaries a little bit with the brand, which I didn't think that they did. I think it felt like they kind of just kept things mostly the same, especially yeah. in packaging. Yeah, I mean, I feel the exact opposite. I feel like they did too much. Um, I think that Tabasco is such an iconic brand that to do some of the stuff when you're abstracting the bottle, you kind of lose me. Like, I like some of their food photography. I thought that was strong, like with the oysters and the corn. And yeah. I, thought, I thought those were the strongest moments where they had like, you know, bottle on top of food photography, but you really lose me when you start getting into those like Dropbox esque patterns and you start abstracting the bottle. And like, there's just kind of all this like jazz that, like, I don't really think that's what the Tabasco brand's about. Like, whew, what's the copy line again? It's like, light things up. I mean, that's yeah, a fine, that's a fine line. I just, Tabasco doesn't need a tagline. It's, iconic it's been a it's a legacy brand like you don't need to lower yourself into this design for design sake tighten up the label yeah whatever do something simple with just bottle on top of the image like it doesn't need to be that much i like this new packaging tube like i think that's cool it's just doing way too much for me and i, I just like you know Kevin. not to be too spicy but i just wish it was a little bit more paired back and like mm. tabasco is kind of a no-nonsense sauce like it, you know what you're getting like it's hot it's spicy like it's got the traditional fucking packaging it's classic yeah so you're saying it's trying to be too hollywood like it's trying to be yeah. too it's, like it's, something it's not it's an everyman sauce like it's a louisiana yeah. sauce like don't try is, to get something it's not is what yeah you're and this is this is what i hate like here's here's a spicy take alex hit me this, this right. is what I hate about graphic design. It's like, <laughs> you're, it's just doing too much. Like, 
Mm. You took a brand that like didn't need to do that much because yeah. it is what it is. It's like this legacy fucking brand has been around forever and yeah. people know it. Like, yeah. And then you add like a lame ish tagline. I'm saying lame tagline for Tabasco. Like yeah. I, th- I like I, that's a good tagline. I'd probably write it for something else. But like, yeah, yeah. I just, ah, I just, it Kevin. just didn't. It's like nobody, nobody at all. Yeah. And then no one. Yeah. No. Tabasco rebrand. Kevin, your design criticism here is genuinely uh, making my heart flutter. Like you're, you're, you're going, you're going in. You're fucking. You know, I, I love when you you do this. You start to break things apart, going into the art direction, the copywriting, the logos, like hot takes on design. I love it. Uh, honestly, like I do disagree with you because I, I again, like, and I respect your take, which is like this is the uh, this is a simple man sauce. Like, don't try to make it something that it's not, and it's not you know sort of like some over the top modern sort of a you know iconic brand of the future. It's just it's just Tabasco. It's always been Tabasco and it always will be Tabasco. So just celebrate its, you know, its iconicness and, and get out of the way. Don't try to make it like this artistic expression of this, of this hot sauce brand. I, I do think it's interesting though, because what you're saying is in, like, I think you're, you're, you're referencing something that's like a bigger thing that's happening in the world, which is graphic design has become sort of marketing and advertising, like to the point where, like, again, I'm walking around the West Hollywood fucking Soho house and people are talking about Canva. They're talking about ads. They're talking about fucking design. They're talking about fonts, or you know, and everyone's doing like marketing design, you know, sort of brand building. It's it's just like it is. That's what everyone is doing. Like it's there's no the 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 60 second television commercial is dead. Yeah. So it's like this is the new thing to get people talking and caring about your brand. So, you know, if you are Tabasco, like that's why this is this is as much a branding exercise as a marketing and sort of, you know, communications uh, conversation. And I agree with you. It's like it falls a little short, but it it, it, it is interesting. I mean, it is interesting. I do like the packaging, the sort of ringed packaging you mentioned about the sort of like, you know, sort of the 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 paper um, yeah, spiral. The, the sort paper of, tube rules. Like, I love that. That's, that's really good. They did a lot of, they did some good things in this, like in this refresh. I'm not trying to take anything mm-hmm. away or like throw shit at Mrs. and Mr. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they did some really good work, but like, yeah, it's too much. And I am very familiar with Tabasco. I've been you love it. It's I've one of your eating. favorite sauces. It's you like it's I always have it on hand. It's it's a main staple in my fridge or in my pantry, depending on the season where I'm keeping it. Um, It's a main staple. And I know the essence of the brand. And I just don't think this hits the mark. Yeah, no, it's gone to, uh, to, to it's it's gone to Hollywood. It's trying to be too modern. It's trying to be something it's not. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to have to keep us moving here. Um, but I love your takes. And I think I think you're right. Like, I do think it's like, you know, it, it is trying a bit too much. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you were going to try something like try something a little bit more unique in my mind, like push it further and really go for it versus just like take like it's the most expected thing. I'm, I'm interested to see what the before and after looks like. It does say that they cleaned up the label a little bit. So uh, I was talking to Rudy about this today. Shout out Rudy Sanchez of the uh, Dine Line. And he said he spent an hour looking at the two side by side. And the only thing he was able to take away that they changed was they removed made in the USA. Um, so m- maybe it's not always made here anymore. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But that's the only, that's because that was the same thought I had, which is like, I saw the new label. And I'm like, 
that didn't change at all because I was kind of yeah. hoping it might simplify or something would clean up a little bit. And I know it's obviously an iconic label, so it's tough to like make some big changes to it. But I, I was kind of hoping like maybe some things were going to be a little cleaner because I do think there's some ring stuff happening. If I'm going to get really nerdy or like the inner circle and the outer triangle, like don't line up and there's this like awkward tension in the middle there. So I'm, 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 I'm interested to see the before and after. And that's why my brain went to brand new. Um, shout out to Armin. Like, I'm interested to see what they do, or I'm interested to see the before and after and sort of seeing that kind of next to each other. Mm. And then it's kind yeah. of what he thinks, which I, I, I think he'll think, you know, I don't know what he'll think, but, and I'm interested to see, of course, what the comments say, but I think this is like, again, I think it's, I think it's okay. I think it's good, but not great. And I, I can understand why you're like, Hey, don't even try this stuff with Tabasco. It's too iconic. It's too, it's, it's too much a, a staple, you know, workhorse sauce. Like it doesn't deserve this. Kind if of, you like, get the Coca-Cola treatment. It did. It really did, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything different. Again, yeah. I was go to JKR with this type of work. Like what would JKR do? And I think they would have, they, they, they would have done this a little bit in my opinion, uh, they would have brought some new something to it to make it to give it a little bit of sparkle, and I don't think they did. Speaking, I don't think, of, I don't think it needs. I don't think it needs sparkle. I just, I, really, I don't fair. think it needs sparkle. I don't fair. think it needs that's new. Fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We disagree, but I, I love it. Uh, speaking of uh, sauce, uh, Apple comes out with a lip gloss called Saucy Gloss, and um, it's a partnership between Apple and a beauty brand called Keylux. I'm vaguely familiar with my wife. Um, and they have a, a line of lip glosses inspired by uh, Applebee's famous wings. Uh, they are coming flavors like Get Me Hot Buffalo, Sweet Chili Kiss, and Be My Honey Pepper. Um, the collection, oh, also includes Honey Barbecue, uh, just kind of just a random one, um, which can all be purchased online, uh, I guess, as a package deal for $65. Packaging itself has like a sans serif in gold uh, sort of type, and it has like a very gold closure. And the flavors, uh, the, the actual colors themselves look like different flavors of wings. And then in the photo shoot, they kind of did this like very sort of like uh, sexy wings, which, you know, all in different sauces and um, kind of has like a little bit of a vintage, like porn kind of like uh, gloss and light to it you watch the video i did not watch the video okay Kevin? Well, it's basically just a uh it's a music video that gets pretty hot and steamy mm. um and has yeah. these uh, applebee's girls going to tables and uh mm. um what are they saying um kiss it me. says taste my face taste yeah they're they're the applebee's girls are coming out and they're saying to male patrons taste my face Gross. Um, which is pretty funny. I don't know. It's fine. Um, I'll say that the packaging looks cool in this. Love a gold. Love anything gold. Looks pretty cool. And also, I'm going to say that I ordered this the second it fucking came out because I got so freaking hot. I ordered it for my girlfriend so I could taste her spicy no, lips. What? Yeah, dude. I was so freaking sweaty <laughs> when I saw this. Not only did it make me want the lip gloss, like yeah. I went to Applebee's. That night, mm. I, I, I went to Applebee's without my girlfriend, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> you're just so hot and bothered. It's funny because I didn't like again, all I'm looking at is the, the photo of the wings and the gloss on top 
them. I didn't know how hot and sexy it got, but it makes sense. Like that's the general vague uh, sort of feeling of the art direction. But I, it's interesting to know that they went even hornier on the video. Yeah. Um. Quote. I have a good quote from the uh, from the uh, uh, Applebee CMO. You ready for it? Yeah. This comes from Joel Yashinsky. Quote: Applebee's is known for first dates and wings, which are one of the most popular menu items. So he partnered with the development team at Winky Lux to create these lip glosses inspired by four of our most popular wing sauces. Find your perfect shade and spice up your date night by adding a little bit of that Applebee's flavor to make even each kiss even more craveable with saucy gloss. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. The first thing I think of when app when I think of Applebee's isn't like a isn't first dates. Um, Oof, I'll, I'll yeah, say it's a tough one. Nail on the head with wings. Love me some boneless wings. Me and my mom would frequent Applebee's and we'd fuck up the boneless wings uh, with their good app deals in uh, the early two thousands. But yeah, I Applebee's to me is more like a uh, maybe like a tenth date. Like uh, you know, you're you're already maybe even like further down the line. Maybe that like after a couple months of dating. It's kind of like a spot you go to kind of for the memes. You get some like cheap ass Long Islands. Like you get, you know, cheap food, cheap drinks. Yeah, you're having a good time for a bit. Um, this isn't first date material. And uh, I think it's a, they're a little out of pocket claiming to be. So you still with me, yeah. Alex? Uh, it's never been to an Applebee's. Yeah, you fun bet. fact. I've never been to an Applebee's before. Never been to one. Really? Oh. Yeah. Fridays, Chili's, I've been to all of those, never been to an Applebee's. I don't know why. Maybe hmm. didn't grow up near one. Just I, I can imagine what it's like, but I'd, I, I've never been to one myself. Not that I can recall. Um, two, I don't think of Applebee's for wings. Is that is, is that what they're known for? Are they a wing spot? Is that I will like say, a, what they do? I will say that they're not the best wings, but they're like... okay. I remember getting their boneless wings like when I was a kid. Okay. And I remember the boneless wings to be pretty, pretty good. They're very, I remember them being saucy. I remember the blue cheese being good. Yeah. I fond memories. And do they hold up? Okay. Who knows? Am I going to go to an Applebee's soon? I already did because I was really, you know, bothered by this commercial. <laughs> so I had to go check it out. Yeah. Where is the Applebee's, Kevin, uh, closest to your apartment in, in Brooklyn? <laughs> There's one. Um, on Fulton and New New York Ave or Brooklyn Ave, it's not too terribly far. It's in walking distance. It's like probably yeah. a ten minute walk. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm 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 intrigued that this uh, got you to go directly out of your seat straight to an Applebee's. So I'll give them, you know, a little bit of uh, top of the hat to them. I think the idea is funny. Like I, again, like we're making beauty products out of food left and right here, and like yeah, of course, like. Be, being inspired by shades of uh, wings is it, it makes sense. Um, I'll give it to them. It, it, it is, it, to be honest, at this point, like it just feels like it, it, if it hadn't been done before, like it should, you know, it's, I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't blow, you know, it doesn't make me, um, it, it doesn't sort of rattle my cage in any which way. Like, I think that's what these things are supposed to do is like, be like what they're making lip gloss wings. It's just like, now it's like, yeah, we made fucking, uh, you know, face masks that look like baloney last week. It's like, this is the, this is what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, I like the, the typeface, uh, GT Walsh. I'm so I have to really type. Um, yeah, it looks good. Good job. 
you know, and Kevin, once you get these in the mail, I want to know how much they taste like wings. Um, when you, uh, you and your, your, your lovely partner try, try this in the, uh, the confines of your, uh, in your home, uh, look forward to reporting back. Kevin, two uh, more stories. So I didn't actually, I, I oh, was, you didn't I, was lying. It? I was lying. Oh, Kevin, you, you had me. Um, just kidding. I didn't think you actually did that, but, um, I'd be curious to, I am curious to, to, to know how much these lip glosses taste like wings. Cause if they do, you know, that's yeah, interesting. Also one would think that if they are hot and spicy, do they burn yeah. the lips? Yeah. Which I don't know if you really want that. No, you don't remember. It reminds me of the story of like the girl who like put like, like, um, like McDonald's or something on her, on like in her bag or like the smell on her bodies to attract men at a bar. I don't remember when that was. That feels like a long time ago. Oh. This this whole thing feels very sort of dated to me to do like a sexy wing thing. You know, again, if it wasn't whip, if lip gloss wasn't involved, like a proprietary sort of like packaging collaboration, um, it would feel very dated. But that sex sells, and I'm eating wings, baby. Sex sells and I love wings. And guess what, Kevin? Football season right around the corner, baby. Let's go. I'm very True. excited. Football's back. Very excited. Football's back. Wings are back. I'm ready. Uh, speaking of football season, you know what goes uh, well with wings, Kevin? Seltzer. Uh, the Texas brace brand Tito's is a, a vodka brand that pretty much is on everyone's shelf at this point. They are actively anti hard seltzer. So they're not going to do the Tito's hard seltzer and follow the trends of everyone else. Um, Taylor Berry, the Tito's vice president of marketing, said it, quote, at Tito's, we put our energy into doing one thing and doing it really well, making high quality and smooth vodka at a reasonable price. We developed Tito's in a can so Tito's drinkers can make their own better quality seltzers, one that are fresh and are strong and are carbonated or as citrusy as you want, because we don't make seltzers, you do. So the idea here, Kevin, is really simple. They have a limited edition can that doesn't have anything in it. You just buy a can. And then you take your Tito's and you pour it into the can and then you bring in your own seltzer and pour it into the can as well. You're goddamn so right. You do. <laughs> so you can order this for $20 uh, on their website, Tito's in a can.com. And basically you make your own fucking hard seltzer. Yeah. Tito's is a great vodka. Um, yeah. This is a great project. I love this. Um, mm -hmm. Fuck hard seltzer. Yeah. You should, if you know anything about anything, you should be whipping up your own vodka sodas this summer. Maybe vodka waters with a mm. bunch of lime. That's a that's a hack for you right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is lit. I like this. Um. I'm I'm a I'm a seltzer hater. So yeah. You know, yeah. This is right up my alley. But uh, yeah. Good for them. Love Tito's. Yeah. I think it's a smart move again. Like to be. I mean, seltzer hits so hard and like. To be honest, they never tasted good to me. Like, I never had one single seltzer from any one of these a million brands. I was like, you know what? That's really good. Like, I want to drink another one of those. Or, like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited to get that. Like, they always taste like nothing. And so I like this, like, as a brand to be like, listen, we're not, we stand for something. We're not going to do it. And then on top of that, to sort of turn that into a bit of a, a marketing gimmick and then make, uh, you know, your, 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 your Tito's in a can, you're just selling cans. It works. It gets people going. And mm -hmm. like everyone loves a brand that's a bit of a rebellious brand or has a rebellious take on something or a stance on something that is, uh, you know, actively um, a trend. And so this is a this is a good move by Tito's. I think it, I think it feels bold and uh, aggressive. And I think they'll be rewarded with. Absolutely. It. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them.
am I going to buy uh, just a can for $20 that says Tito's in a can that I have to then go make my own fucking seltzer with? No, but that, I don't think that's the point. Of this. The point is make your own again, seltzer, make your own fucking seltzer. And I like that idea too. It's like craft, like we're, we're a brand that celebrates people making their own drinks. We don't make the drinks for them. We take, use our product, make whatever you, you know, make Absolutely. something from there. And I think Absolutely. that's what people do with Tito's. So it makes perfect sense for them. Yeah. So shout out to Tito's. Yeah. Last story of the day, Kevin. Heineken's. <laughs> Want me to say it again? Yeah. Heineken's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to break it down for you, Kevin. The beer brand uh, Heineken has teamed up with Dominic Kyambron, um, a.k.a. the shoe surgeon, who I am familiar with. Kevin, you know who shoe surgeon is on? I do not. Shoe surgeon is like one of these dudes that makes custom sneakers on the internet, on Instagram, and like sometimes will make like sneakers cleats and things like that or athlete okay. cleats yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. um for players and very famous probably has a million followers potentially uh making you know custom shoes one of one things so uh heineken uh teamed up with the shoe surgeon to create a custom sneaker to promote heineken's new beer heineken silver first i have to say heineken silver sounds like a brand that has been out for a million years right <laughs> yeah is that new that's a new thing i don't know yeah so heineken's essentially is a uh, a sneaker that is in the colors of Heineken. So that's green and white and red. And then it is, a, I assume, a one-of-one sneaker. And it has Heineken actually in the sole. Um, 32 you, pairs. 32 pairs. Okay, great. Thank you, Kevin. And you can basically walk on Heineken. And they fill in sort of the air bubbles um, that happen in this sneaker. Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not appalled by the uh, the looks of these sneakers. I think they look kind of cool. Um, I'm no sneakerhead, but I guess if these fell into my lap, I would wear them. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like Heineken just keeps doing a bunch of stuff that's. Uh, I don't even know. Heineken just keep Heineken just keeps doing a bunch of stuff. And, Trying. Yeah, they're they're trying. I guess these are cool. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan. Um, but if people want to get these, like I don't I don't really know any Heineken heads out there. Like I I've never met somebody who's like except for my father, who's like, Oh yeah, love Heineken. Best yeah. beer. Great you bring up a great point, Kevin. I so now I have two thoughts. I had one thought and now I have two. First, Heineken, shitty beer. Like never like there are thousands of beer options that I would prefer before I get to a Heineken. Like not a beer that I enjoy and no 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 time or place. Like it is our I'm on my top 30 beers. I'm putting it 30. Like I genuinely do not want to drink Heineken. I yeah. think it's a bad beer. Two, mischief already did this. Not only did Mischief already do this, Mischief did this twice. They did the Holy Water Air Maxes um, with with the, with Drake, um, and then they did the fucking um, you know the bloody shoes with Lil Nas X. Yeah, dude, um, but this is beer. No, but but the concept of a sneaker that has liquid, a custom sneaker that has liquid in it, like to me, this just screams of we saw Mischief do these custom sneakers, and like, wouldn't it be cool if we did one too? And it had like beer in the, in the souls. Like but, it just feels like a complete knockoff to me. But it's beer, dude. You're not, no, you I, don't, I, you don't understand. It's beer. They got no. beer in the, they got beer in them. And, and the bottle opener. Yeah. Did you see the bottle opener? 
I see the bill opener pretty sick. Um, it just feels like I don't know. That's I I couldn't not see mischief and all the stuff they've done with custom sneakers in this idea and just like someone uh, here's what i saw i saw the advertising agency in a conference room literally showing heineken a bunch of ideas for custom collaborations and they're like we should do merch and they're like oh what kind of merch everyone's doing merch oh did you see what mischief's doing here's this you know sort of sneaker that looks like this what if we did one that had beer in it boom 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 go get the shoe surgeon he can do this make a couple pairs and we're we're out that's to me i just that's all i see when i see the story yeah so, sorry. No, I, I mean, uh, again, I, I don't, I, I hate to be the guy that calls the like Simpsons did it first. Like, again, there's room for like iteration and, you know, creativity and being inspired by, you know, other things that are going on in the world. It just feels like to me, it just feels too close. So, yeah. Kevin? I feel the same way. Not a big fan. Um, I called these the Heineken drunks. Ooh, better name. I mean, or, or Nike drunks. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I think the shoes are disgusting. They're horrifying. Yeah. I are think they? I personally, like n- no, if you walked into a fucking uh, Soho house, West Hollywood, wearing a pair of Heine kicks, you'd be fucking. They they'd show you the door. They'd be like, "Dude, come really?" On. It, no, in my vision of Soho house, they, if, if you showed up with Heine kicks on, yeah. you'd you'd be the man. You'd be, you know, <laughs> you'd be the most popular yeah, guy at Soho house. You're probably right. To be totally honest, there you're probably right. You have this. Uh, this establishment, which to be fair, I should not shit on. It's a beautiful place. We finally found a room to podcast in Los Angeles, California. Here it is right out that window. Look at the fucking beautiful sky. Um, Kevin, you know, I could. uh, Yep. All right. I could. uh, Kevin, enjoy the Met game. We'll do right now at the very end of the pod. Put in the (laughs) Sure. You were so choppy right now, but. Yeah.
Cast down in the under 